Hey, I know it's late, but can you talk? Two in the Morning is an original podcast where we unabashedly explore the questions that are keeping all of us up at night. Me, Mia Brabham, and my best friend, Michael Galfetti, are two 20-somethings who've been coming together for eight years with hilarious, sometimes deep, and always honest, infinitely dimensional questions about life. Now, we're doing it with all of you. Each week, we'll both prepare a question, something we've been thinking about all week, all month, maybe even all year, and we'll talk through it. We've learned that it's not always about the answers, but sometimes just about the comfort of conversation. News? Not exactly. Therapy? Maybe. Entertainment? On accident. It's two in the morning, and it's time to talk. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two in the Morning. Hello, good morning, good night. <laughs> burr, burr. Um, I am actually driving the struggle bus today, so Mia, just hop on in. <laughs> Thank you. I am taking the seat right behind you um, so I can... Uh, heavily breathe and just hyperventilate before getting off at the next stop because where are we going today? Got a brown paper bag. (laughs) Yeah. Every day is a new um, crisis. (laughs) (laughs) This is my main mode of transportation. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I've been driving this bus for so long. It's like second nature to me. I will remain a passenger. I don't think I have the capacity to drive the bus. Everybody would be a goner for sure. So thank you for taking the reins. I definitely have that, like, the dog drinking the coffee while the house is on fire. Like, (laughs) Those are your vibes. Yeah. Like, I'm still doing the tasks, getting the routine done. But, like, inside and outside, everything is burning. (laughs) You're so... I, I always say this, like every quarter, you know, because that's like the schedule we're on on the show. <laughs> I, I genuinely stop and I think to myself, I wish I had chill. Like I wish I was a cool girl. I wish I was like, nothing really bothers me. That is not me at all. Like I am not that meme. I am. Is there another meme of the dog running around and screaming with coffee being spilt on him? Because I think <laughs> that that's is. more my vibe. Like when I'm panicked, you know it. Absolutely. <laughs> so Michael, please, a quick lesson on <laughs> I want a lesson from you. How do you get the coffee stains out? I don't. Everything's stained permanently. (laughs) I'm scarred. Oh, these wounds won't heal, baby. These wounds will not heal. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) If y'all are listening out there, please tell us which one are you. Um, Mm -hmm. Give us advice on how to keep chill. Or if you don't, if you aren't chill at all, please join me in let me know so I feel less alone. Honestly, just DM me your therapist if you like them. I'm on the hunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wow. What have we got today? Oh, man, we're getting into it today. Um, oh, welcome back, everyone, by the way. <laughs> I hope you had a fun Ooh. spring break, you know, um, and hopefully, you know, you came to the event and we had fun together. It was so nice to meet all of you. Oh, so beautiful. I... <laughs> I cry thinking about it. I just love all of y'all. I can't believe you listen to this nonsense. (laughs) This nonsense. (laughs) Thanks for that good reminder. Gratitude, everyone. I'm so grateful for y'all. We are. All right. Shall we uh, get into our questions? I'm ready. It's a big one. Welcome back. Um, It's scary out there, y'all, but uh, it's way less scary together, Michael. It's two in the morning. Two in the morning. It's no, 
don't do that. I was going to do every other word. I, I thought you would pick oh. up. <laughs> Ready? It's two. No, it's time to talk. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I okay, look, we got it. It's time to talk. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was watching Family Feud before Mass Dance last night. Please forgive me. <laughs> Mia, you have to stop with the, <laughs> the cable. <laughs> cable. <laughs> so my question for this week <laughs> is, is it better to be a dreamer or a realist? Ooh. Ooh. That'll wake you right up after a mid-season break. Um... I don't even know where to start. I um, <laughs> um, 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 I, I would say dreamer because, you know, this reminds me of our very first episode, like what is life without hope? Mm-hmm. Genuinely, how do you continue each day? You have to have some little flame within you um, that's lit, you know, with at least the desire to be alive. But um, I don't, I don't know. I think it's good to be a dreamer. Um, I feel like you're very much a dreamer. Yeah, I think I've become more of a realist um, in shocking ways, but at the same time, I don't. I don't think I've lost lost the dreamer part of me. Um, Interesting. And what parts are you like more realistic? You think? <sighs> oh no! <laughs> that sounded so heavy. But I mean, I think for me. I'm a definite dreamer, but we were actually, it's funny, we were just talking about this before we started recording, but um, I think a lot of me changed when I was living in LA. Like I became a realist. I feel like that was my first real like grown up experience. Um, And I guess, I don't know, do, should we always equate being a grown up to being a realist? Like you could still be a grown up and be a dreamer, but I think reality really hit me and I was like, okay, my dream was to like, you know, do on air stuff and, um, I, you know, was there and I thought you had to like work your way up and do that and meet a lot of people and eventually, you know, you become (laughs) a morning show host or something. And I really spent those two years observing and I became a realist. I was like, okay, really? Like I examined all the ways you can get into that type of position that's highly coveted. Like think about it. Think about how many morning shows there are around the world, like nationally syndicated um, and, you know, daytime talk shows there's not that many maybe a handful like realistically i'm like realistically mia are you going to be one of those 10 people and i'm like maybe but then i start thinking okay how do you get there and i was like do i literally just host for free until i'm 30 and i'm I'm like poor and no one's (laughs) they're paying me (laughs) what do they say we're paying you in marketing or brand or following exposure they're paying me an exposure and i'm like that's not gonna pay my fucking bills so i just really looked at the big picture and i was like do i want to be miserable for 10 years like Mm -hmm. i don't think i love on air that much i don't it's storytelling that i like and so i was like i don't really need to be here and i thought about my early youtube days and how i literally was entertaining like (laughs) i've been watching (laughs) iCarly on nickelodeon please help me and it's just like the internet is so big and we have this tool now and i was like i don't think i need to be here in a city i don't really like that much to do it Mm -hmm. and i started thinking you know like okay if i want to write like we talked about how so many you know movie studios are adapting novels and so i was like i am a writer first like i've always been a writer first so why don't i just dive back into that and so i started thinking about all these things so i feel like i'm very much a realist where like clearly i i wasn't like i didn't lean 
completely towards I'm a realist. This dream is never going to happen for me. I'm never going to be one of those 10 people. Mm-hmm. I just kind of was like, I, I'm still dreaming about that. Right. But I'm kind of like, okay, how can I enjoy my life in the meantime, realistically? And if I still want to get there, what is a clever way I can do that? That's going against the grain because everybody's trying this one way. And now I just give away all my secrets, but <laughs> that is the example for me personally of like, I'm sort of a realist, but I am also, I think, a dreamer first. Um, and there has well, to be some sort of balance. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's better to be a dreamer. What about you? I think you brought up something really interesting that I wanted to like go deeper on. You're like, there are adults that are dreamers, but are there really though? Like, <gasps> I think so much of becoming an adult is like kind of stopping dreaming or like, yeah. you know, getting realistic, like, I don't know. There definitely is that like little kid dreamer. Some of it is naive, like naivety, right? Like mm. um, where, you know, every kid is like, I could be president one day. Did you ever want to be president? No. I definitely thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> you well, I mean, you were studying, didn't you study like poly sci yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think I'm the only kid who didn't think I wanted to be president. I was always like, Smart. I'm like a movie star. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Which is just as bad. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, and you kind of have to be naive to like believe that because you don't know how the world works. And like once you get in it and you're like, all right, wait, there are like six morning show nationally syndicated programs. <laughs> They've had the same hosts for the past 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I have to wait for them to die and then I have to seize the <laughs> throne. Like <laughs> um and so yeah part of it is naive but also there's definitely a part of me that's like it's sad like i wish we could just go on dreaming forever yeah um and i wish because a part of me is like do you ever make it there without believing in that dream like yeah. if you don't if you give up and you're like all right i can't be president like you're literally never going to be president mm. But if you creep that crazy dream, then like, you know, someone does do it every four years. <laughs> yeah. Why not you? That's so true because I feel like when we're younger, like I think dream and passion are synonymous and you have to really, 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 really want something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as you get older, you maybe just realize maybe it's not becoming more of a realist, but you prioritize and you're like, where does this fall on my priorities? Like, Mm -hmm. is it the number one thing that's important to me? Is it the number 10 thing that's important to me? Um, And I think your passion really kind of, you know, it, it leads you to your dream. Like it's the one, it's the mode of transportation that gets you there. But do people lose that as they get older? I don't know. Yeah. And, then you definitely just figure out more about the world and you become like a little bit more of a realist. <laughs> Are you a dreamer or a realist? Um, I think I'm a realist. <laughs> Ooh, has spending time in quarantine made you a realist? Or has that always been a thing? I've always been somewhat of a realist. Like even when I had that dream as a kid of like I can be president or whatever, I don't think I ever really – believed it it was just something that like you could say um at the time and I think it's interesting because I feel so similarly to you and like do I believe that I could achieve whatever you know xyz 
like I kind of believe I could get there if I really wanted to, but I look at the sacrifices I'd have to make and the lifestyle I'd have to lead to get there. Mm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. Lifestyle is so big. I always say that they didn't teach us that in school. They didn't teach us like, how do you want your life to look? They were just like, what do you want to be? Or anywhere. Like mm. we didn't get it in school. We didn't get it in movies. I mean, maybe there are some books out there. that but We got put- it in movies. It was just like living in a loft in New York at 22. Like, yeah, <laughs> looking out over the city, not possible. I, yeah, I don't think that counts. <laughs> that's the, that's still a dreamer. Like, that's not real. Not at all. We, we have some it. stuff coming out now that's like shows the reality of like being young and poor and like aspirational and climbing and all of that. But like, so many yeah. people make it in the end, and just like, I don't know. You have to live with the reality that like you might not make it, and you have to like also. I just want every day to be like pretty good. I don't want to go through the like, really, I hate my life and my job and everything that's happening to me, but it's worth it and gritting my teeth because I like have a dream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's more so become like, as you learn more about the world, it's like, am I willing to make the sacrifices to achieve whatever I want to achieve? Yeah. Like the question changes as you grow up and figure out like how the world works. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, I I think, you know, maybe I'm starting to frame it this way is like, okay, you can be somewhere between a dreamer and a realist. You can just be clever. Like you can still have dreams, but how do you want to get there? And realistically, how would that work for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and be smart about it, you know, think outside of the box. I think what we might be on, tell you can shoot me down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreaming right now. Um, <laughs> you might go. <laughs> is that the way that we dream kind of changes? But honestly, I'm I'm starting to think that like, as adults getting back to that, like we really don't dream anymore. Cause like when you're a kid, you can have like 12 different dreams a day and you don't feel like committed to any of them and you flight around. But like, as we get older, we feel like, I don't know if it's like building a career or like, honestly, maybe just like trying to not have like a split personality and having like a firm sense of self. (laughs) Um, But like, we latch on to things and it's not like, that's what I'm saying. Like as you grow up, you like lose the ability to dream because we like, it's not the same. You're not like in your room, like playing with your friend and just Mm -hmm. like talking nonsense. You have responsibilities. You have responsibilities. And I don't think it's, it's society. Like it's not celebrated as you get older and it turns from when Mm -hmm. you're a kid, it's like you can be anything. And then all of a sudden there's a switch and it's like, you can, you have to choose. You what have are you going to do with your thing. life? Yeah. You like one thing. And then if you switch careers, it's like, Oh my gosh, like they're switching careers. Oh. And yeah. then it's like so frowned upon. And, um, if you, you know, are just like, you want to be a lot of things. Like I've come across this. People are like, you have to choose. Like, are, what do you mm-hmm. want? Do you want to be an on-air host? Do you want to be a writer? And I'm like, why can't I be both? Like why, mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> it's just like, people always say you have to choose in a, in a sense you do but at the same time like you really don't do you have to choose i don't know now i'm asking myself that (laughs) but there we also just lose that point of just like dreaming for fun yeah like 
what if I just want to like have a day where I freaking pretend that I'm a poet and I like walk around the city and write shitty poems and listen to like whatever music and like what's the harm in that, you know? Society takes dreaming away from us in a way. This brings up another good point. I was watching Pretend It's a City earlier this year and, um, you know, she talks about how all we do with internet culture, if we do something, we have to show it. If we cook something, mm-hmm. we have to post it. If we are poet, we have to share it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like, do we? You know, you don't, you don't have to. You can just do something for fun, you know? And we yeah. forget that. It's all about play and this is going to, well, tie perfectly into my question, but um, Shonda, I love Shonda Rhimes' TED Talk about this, The Year of Yes, because she talks about like with her kids, she's really incorporated. Um, I think she has one kid, I think, but she's like, I've incorporated play into my life. Like we don't play as adults. We don't have, mm-hmm. you know, I think about all the crazy shitty things I did as a teenager, like making music videos in my room with my friends and doing photo shoots for fun. We wouldn't even post it anywhere online, mm-hmm. but we'd set up a photo shoot, you know, and we'd make movies and we'd write, you know, stories. And it's like, why don't we do that for fun? And to get back to the quarantine question, I think we should be doing that again. Like we must be participating in like um, like you're at home bored, like the same as you were as a kid, like get back into that, like do a photo shoot with your roommates or whoever's in your pod and like, just make it and have fun. And like, you don't have to post it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to post it. Or you can and be like, <laughs> screw, the, screw the rules. Like I decided to do this one day and I'm never going to do it again because like I'm not building a brand. I'm just living a fucking life. Yeah. And one thing, oh my, I mean, just keep going about this, but it's so funny. My biggest criticism for what Fran Leibowitz said about like, we don't have to share anything is like, well, for me, at least in my head, like I've been sharing my life with the internet since I was what, 12. And mm-hmm. I feel like I don't do it for attention. I do it because it like the thing that that I recorded or the thing that I made made me happy. So yeah. I'm like, wow, this has maybe would make somebody else happy to see it, or this would make somebody else feel comforted. And um, I think we should look at the intentions behind why we do things, but it doesn't mean they're wrong. It's yes. just like, why am I doing this for validation or because this is genuinely fucking funny and someone else might find it funny too. And I want um, my to share it with my friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But Oh, we need to play more, Michael. I always get scared too. Like if you came over, let's say we were like hanging out and mm-hmm. I just was like, Michael, let's do a photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do your friends receive that? Let's make a video. Would you do it with me? Um, yes. Okay. Let's do Everybody it. Everybody ask a friend to do something fun. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I have Lay Miz stuck in my head. Sorry. Just having a moment. <laughs> Lay Miz? How did that happen? I dreamed a dream. <laughs> And now for our music special, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) All right. After this break, we're going to get to my question. Here we go. Thank you all so much for your support. We could not make this podcast without you. And we wanted to just take a moment to acknowledge all of the kind words you all have said and just like kind of cry on the microphone together as we do. So if you know Jimmy Kimmel's mean tweets, this is kind of like that, but with nice reviews instead. This review is titled, So Good. Um, I I like that all of our listeners only type in all caps, because same. (laughs) This is by Emma Kate S. 
new favorite podcast. This is right up my alley in terms of deep convos, and these questions and answers are so thoughtful and eloquent. Not to mention, you two are so funny. Thank you. I can't wait for more. They think we're funny. (laughs) Everybody, we are back with season two, better than ever. But you know one thing that hasn't changed? We're still using Anchor. She is so fun. She's free. She's easy to use. You can record, edit, collaborate, and distribute all of your podcasts through her. So, you know, when you got a good thing going, (laughs) you don't give it up. If you're thinking about making a podcast, I know some of you are. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. It's Mia. So you've probably heard that we started a Patreon, and I'm here to kind of give you the backstory on why. So as you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is this podcast, y'all. Michael and I are constantly devoting time to make this show the best it can be, and behind the scenes, we have a team of two awesome producers and editors, Bia and Jamila, who work their hearts out to make every aspect possible. Behind the scenes, we have meetings, we write copy, we handle outreach, and more importantly, these episodes take added hours to record and edit after work. We didn't even ask her to, but one time Jamila almost pulled an all-nighter to get an episode done. Okay, they're devoted. If you love this podcast and you want to help us cover costs and pay our team to keep this podcast going, sign up for our Patreon for $5 a month. I know it seems crazy, but $5 a month is just like a bougie overpriced coffee with oat milk or a bad burrito you wish you didn't have, except we're a good burrito. You get free access to our upcoming live events, journal prompts, a monthly Q&A column, and a surprise piece of merch sent straight to you in the mail. And if you decide you hate us, well, you can always cancel. You can sign up at patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast. We love you and thank you so much, friends, for supporting. All right, Michael, I have a question for you. Okay. I hope so. You know. <laughs> okay, so my question is, should we say yes more often or should we say no more often? Interesting. This is so hard. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. How does it feel? <laughs> this may be one of the ones where like my question, my answer changes. Um, I'm trying to decide, like to answer this question, I'm trying to decide if we live like already in a culture of yes or if we live in a culture Ooh, of no. That's a good starting point. Wow. So like, because I think there's so, I mean, things are just changing on like what's yes and what's no. Like, I don't know, probably more people are yes on like <laughs> weed than they used to be in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think we're, that's why I'm thinking like, I think we're in a culture of yes right now. Mm. Do like, tell. I, Because I think people are saying yes to, like, astrology. And people are saying yes to, like, just being – like, it feels more open-minded. Like, we are, like, I don't know, watching a 60-second TikTok video about, like, how to peel a potato. And then we're, like, changing our lives, you know? We're changing how we peel the potato. We're open to, like, new information and new ideas and, like, learning, at least I hope – He's a dreamer. Uh, (laughs) um, So I think we're in a culture of yes, but does that mean people should say no more often? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say people should continue to say yes, because I think that's how 
you learn and you grow and you like get into something new, like you just have to say yes. <laughs> wow. You took this a direction I absolutely love. I wasn't even, you know, thinking to start there at all. And that's such a good foundation for this conversation. Um, that's funny because I, I, in hearing you talking about it, I started thinking about it. And mm -hmm. I actually think we live in a culture of no right now. And I think this is very recent. Um, I would say within the past two years where I, where I think we were in a culture of yes, but now it's very mm -hmm. much like say no, protect your energy. Mm. Don't do things you don't want to do. Know your worth. Value your time. Like yeah. don't do this. Don't do that. See that like that's what I feel like how you were like we're open we get on TikTok and we watch these videos and you know we do but all the these videos things. are telling us to <laughs> and I'm thinking of the videos that are like um bitch say no you know like protect your protect yourself protect your heart like that is what I see um and it's interesting because it like it I don't know it almost I think we do need that and I think I've benefited from a culture mm. of no as a person who is a people pleaser and I say yes to everything, mm -hmm. that's what it seems like. But I don't know. I think I've benefited from no culture. But at the same time, I do think we could use more of saying yes, I think. Um, <laughs> and I want to ask you too, like, do you think saying yes is more beneficial? Has it been beneficial to you and – to your, I mean, our careers are very different, but I do think sometimes about like the creative industry, we don't have like the luxury of being like, no, the yeah. whole first 10 years of your career, if you say no, you're passing up on an opportunity that could potentially lead you somewhere. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, it's like you are sacrificing a lot. Um, you're burning out. Like yeah. So how has that, you know, shaped your career at all? This is so interesting. And I always kind of see... So I agree with you so much on like people are always like say no, protect your time, da, 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 da. But like I love where you brought it because I always have seen careers or like a new opportunity at work as like I'm going to say yes and it's going to be more work at first. Like because mm -hmm. I'm saying yes to something and like they're not – and it's going to take me somewhere. I'm going to learn something. It's going to get me to that next step. But like, mm -hmm. it's not always so like clean cut the way maybe someone might envision the world to be where like, I say yes to something. And then um, like my job automatically like finds someone else to take over my previous responsibilities mm -hmm. or like, they're just magically or more hours in the day to achieve because I've agreed to do something new because I want to learn, because I want to grow, because I'm looking to get to that next step. So like, yeah, when I say yes, it's not always like there is a part of you that definitely puts yourself in jeopardy. Mm. Like you, you were talking about like saying yes to everything when you're in the creative industry because you have to. And then I immediately thought of burnout, but like- yep. <laughs> That just happens. I don't know. And it's wrong, but like it, the world is not the way the like internet or like maybe we all collectively want it to be where things are just like things work out and you never have to work more than 40 hours or like, you know, that's just not the way it is. And so I do think when I say yes to something, I kind of 
acknowledge that like this is going to be more work and like I'm saying yes to this opportunity because I want it because it's going to get me to the next step because you know I'm going to learn and I love learning like that's my number one like top strength or whatever like I am a Capricorn moon like I (laughs) love achieving things (laughs) maybe (laughs) like it's tough out here Um, but that actually brings me joy and I've discovered that over time and I've become less like like if I try to pigeonhole myself into this like like this it's not lazy but it's very protective mm-hmm. and like my energy is the most important thing I'm never going to do something for someone without like getting something in return or like mm-hmm. everything's going to be equal like I could do that but yeah. but I want to say yes cuz I want to learn cuz I want to grow and yes. being in that kind of tough compromised position where I'm like, oh, I'm really overextended. But like, that's when you learn. That's when you grow. If you keep like only doing the same things and you never say yes, then like, how are you changing? You just have one more thing. Like I was talking to someone the other day and she was like, literally every time I've said yes, like I hate it, but then it's okay. Mm -hmm. She's like, I feel like she's like my husband, like you know, just makes fun of me because sometimes I'll do things just to say I did them. And it's like, what's wrong with that? You know, mm-hmm. what is wrong with that? Nothing really. You're just gaining another experience and you can say you did something and you tried something. And it's like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You grow from that. And I think about boundaries too, where I think everyone really, they can only speak for themselves, but you really have to find where, like why you're creating boundaries and when. And if you create a boundary too soon, which no is a boundary, before you even let anything in, you're never Mm going to grow. You're never going to be better for it. Whereas if you let, you know, an opportunity or someone in and you say yes, and that's your Mm -hmm. first inclination, you are still like, it's your right to change your boundary afterwards. Like, and I think sometimes we protect ourselves, but we protect ourselves too soon. We're like, it's okay to get a little, a little scathed. It's okay to get a little burned. That's life. Um, maybe we should lean into that more. Yes. And this is like, people just normalize changing your mind is the thing we need to normalize. Like it's not normalizing saying no, it's just normalizing being like, I got into this and like, you can own it. You can be like, I thought I could handle this. I thought it was going to be okay, but like I'm miserable and I need to change. I need to step back. Like do that. Like, (laughs) and don't let anyone tell you that it's a bad thing. Like people try to make you feel so bad about it. And I think we can all be more supportive to each other when we change our minds because my pet peeve is when you change your mind and someone's like, are you sure? (laughs) But you, you didn't say that last time. Like this has changed. Yeah. And I'm like, don't hold me to that. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like you never have all of the information. You don't know until you're in it exactly what it's going to feel like and the effect it's going to have on you. Yeah. You're just guessing before that. And so like Oof. when you're in it and it's hard and it's challenging and it gets to be too much, definitely say no. Change your <sighs> mind. Like back out. Like it's fine. <laughs> you are delivering this season, Michael. Delivering <laughs> to my front door. Thank you. I've opened the door. I've accepted the box. Wow. Oh. Special delivery. <laughs> I feel changed. Genuinely changed from this. I'm about to go say yes to something today. <laughs> <laughs> I might just 
<laughs> fuck it up and say yes. <laughs> Everybody go fuck it up and say yes. Okay. Oh my god, I'm sweating. Okay. I need to reapply my deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slipping out of here. <laughs> All right, wow. That was so good. I ooh, feel so, I don't know, I feel lighter. Maybe saying yes makes us feel lighter in ways. I mean, I guess I've only hypothetically said it, but wow, this has been so powerful. In case you haven't heard, y'all, we've got some exciting news. We have launched a Patreon. And if you're asking yourself, why would I contribute to these two fools? Um, the answer is real simple. It's just so that way we can keep making two in the morning for years and years to come. Because every day, life throws something new at us. And it never gives us answers to the most fundamental questions. That's why we made the space to think about things like, What's worthy of forgiveness? When's it time to move on? And can people change? Even more rude, sometimes our answers change as we continue to go through the constant stream of life. Get older, life continues. And we really want to continue to unpack the big and the small questions in life. And a small monthly contribution from you helps us to do that. It ensures we can pay and keep our phenomenal producers and gives us space to try new things like live events. Our team has tons of ideas for the future of this podcast. Thank you for becoming our financial supporter today. If you have the means and enjoy the show. Let us know. Are you a dreamer? Are you a realist? Are you saying yes? Are you saying no? These feel so connected. Um, but we really didn't plan this. Me and I are just <laughs> on the same wavelength. Get into it. <laughs> you know. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to join the Two in the Morning Club. Rate it five stars, or if you're feeling really nice, leave us a review and share this episode with just one person you know. This podcast is made possible because of you and your support. If you haven't already, join our sleepover on patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast for just $5 a month. You'll get exclusive, early, and free access to all of our live events and discussions, journal prompts, behind-the-scenes activity, and welcome merch mailed straight to you. You can catch me in between episodes on Twitter and Instagram at SpaghettiGalfetti with one T. And you can keep up with me on Twitter at HotMessMia and Instagram at YoursTrulyMia. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now get some beauty sleep, and we'll see you next Sunday. Yeah, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Night. Two in the Morning is a podcast produced by Jamila White and Bia Kasanga. Music by Brian Kim. Cover art by Madeline Younger. Subscribe for new episodes every Sunday. Sweet dreams.